Okay. So how do we how do we intro this? I don't know, but I don't I don't even know what we need to do to be able to make an intro. I don't even know what that looks like. But I mean So you didn't like my fun facts that the cats are no. <laughs> allergic to people. No. That, or that American pie is not American. I don't even think that, that what does that have to do with the, the with what with we're the, trying to talk about? Well, I don't know, because they tell you that when you start a podcast, you're supposed to have some type of intro. And so our intro is so long that by the time people probably listen to us, they click off after the intro. Well, I don't I don't think that's the case. I don't even I don't even care about an intro. I feel like we just just go into it and start talking. Just just start talking. So just say, hey, guys, welcome to room. nineteen. Yeah. like Welcome to room 19. This is, you know, something like that. Your host. I'm your host, Alexander Williams. And <laughs> and Elise is the second, like the co-host, because you always describe me, but you don't have to. I know. But I feel like, I don't know why I feel like it's necessary to like let people know how I feel about you. <laughs> but I only give the same like. It's literally same the same thing. verbiage. Like, what do you normally beautiful, say? Beautiful, uh, intelligent. And amazing. And amazing. Wife. Like, yeah. But isn't that like additives or not even additives? Um, what are they called? Adjectives. Yeah. I'm giving you. That are like a requirement for a wife if you're happy with her right but what if you weren't beautiful i know that's what i'm saying like like what if somebody was like she's not beautiful but he keeps saying that yeah like why do i have to why do i have to explain like beauty my beauty beauty? yeah or feel that you have to overcompensate by saying that i'm I'm beautiful and amazing like if if it's already understood then do i do i do it to give you the words of affirmation do you want those words of affirmation but you know but you know what my affirmation is well my yeah. love, like what? What is my love language? Right, but even even with that, I can still gift you with with beautiful words and constant things of letting you know how I feel because you ask me over and over again, "Do you love me?" <laughs> but I don't need it on the podcast. Well, that's but but that's the reason why I ask. So yeah. I'm saying, you know, it, it's the assumption of if I do this every other day or any other day, then why would it change when we get on the podcast? Because we're trying to be as authentic as possible exactly so i don't need it on the podcast but that also explains welcome to year in review yeah we're gonna talk about our first year um because 2022 is coming to an end and we got some things to talk about about Mm -hmm. you know what it was like to start a business um the podcast we officially have an llc and a nonprofit, and we have other um, side ventures that we're working on too, on top of being parents yeah. and still trying to figure out this end of the pandemic. I guess it's done now because um, the streets have opened up and everybody is acting like we didn't just quarantine for like two years. Yeah. So it's just a matter of what did we learn? So room, as we talked about in our first episode, room 19 sat dormant for years. Mm-hmm. And then finally you woke up just like how you did when we bought our house. And I was like, let's pod. Yeah. Consistency is what we kept hearing. Oh, we got to be consistent. Oh, you got to be consistent. Oh, you got to be consistent. It's going to be so hard. We we knocked this out. I was like, no, we got this. We got this. And we didn't. And then life life kicked in. And yes. we're like, oh, snap. We, you really have to put in the work consistently um, despite whatever else is going on. Because once you put something out in the atmosphere, you say, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to be. It's not even about how people receive it or how like your the perception. It's more so about an inner struggle of just staying true and disciplined to what you need to do to be successful in what you desire to do. Absolutely. Because 
we got in there uh, again literally nobody knew we just like launched our pod yeah. and then like we told our family about it but it's just like all you hear is about numbers and like our kids are like mm-hmm. obsessed with this we're gonna get insta famous we're gonna be famous and all this stuff but the numbers weren't numbering mm. but for a podcast that nobody has known that we just right. came out of nowhere and it's self-marketing with a little bit of marketing that we were doing i'm proud to say that we have over 500 downloads yeah and that's dope yeah and that's not a number like when we went to um, a conference and I was, we were listening to like a big brand. They're like, Oh, we, we only deal with, um, podcasts that have over 2000 downloads or 5000 downloads per episode. And that's intimidating. Mm-hmm. But when you look at those people, they started all back in like 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. 2017. And it, it's hard. Yeah. You know, we started off with this concept. They told us to niche down, which we did. And then when we niched down, it was just like, well, well, what else do we talk about? Yeah. You know? It, it and put us in a box. It did. And then you got frustrated because you're like, I want to talk about this topic. And I was like, but we have to stay in this box. And you're like, I don't want to be in a box because mm-hmm. you're such an out-the-box thinker. And I'm just so analytical. Like, this is what they said is going gonna, is gonna to work. It's going to work for us. Mm-hmm. And in some aspects, it has. And in other aspects, it didn't. Yeah. Because. Well, yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Because some some episodes hit and some didn't. Yeah. But the episodes that hit were not the ones that were in our niche. Mm-hmm. And the episodes that didn't hit were the ones that were in our niche, mm-hmm. too. So it was like a learning lesson. And then being a little bit ambitious, you can see that everybody has different, um, different takes on how often you should drop episodes. And, you know, once a week sounds easy. Mm-hmm. Until that once a week, plus kids, plus work... Plus, our, both our jobs picked up and life, it, it, it got redundant. Like getting home late and trying to sit down and talk about something that you think is a good topic until you start talking about it. And mm-hmm. then you're like, no, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Even though we had a whole year planned out. Yeah. So we didn't come in and just like throw this out and do it. We had a whole year popped, um, mapped out with episodes for every single week that we were going to do. But then we found that it was it wasn't working. No, it wasn't. And and I think what we've learned, well, the one thing that I've learned in this process is you have to be disciplined and you have to, you know, manage your time wisely. What does that look like, though? And what that looked like for us is. No, for you. Oh, as you me. said in your process, oh. what does that look like for you? For me, it's being ahead. So recording, pre-recording is life. Um, being able to pre-record as much as possible and then plan out your your recordings accordingly, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like um, like going into this year, the one thing that we're focused on is like, hey, let's just get ahead. Um, and what I've learned in watching other people who have jumped into the podcast game and also in other media ventures is you have to be ahead of the, the curve. You have to make sure that you're prepping, 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 uh, constantly putting in work and your time. Like, of course, you know, nobody put a gun to our head and say, Hey, you got to do a podcast. We said, this is what we want to do. And so in that we have to understand what comes with that. That means our time is going to be stretched because we're trying to do all these things that we feel that God has given us the ability to do. And, and we feel the calling on our hearts to say, Hey, we're going to make these moves. But that doesn't change, you know, our responsibilities with our children, our responsibility with each other, and also like the things that we have to do to just, you know, make ends meet. So we said, okay, we felt the heat, we felt that little bit of pressure. Now let's let's go into this next year 
based off of what we've experienced, because I mean, I look at it this way. I don't look at it in a negative way based off of the things that we've experienced. I look at it as a positive because if you go back, like you said, we were sitting on this for five years. So who's to say if we didn't press when we first started where we would be now, you know? And so it's all about just taking the taking the leap of faith and just putting in the work and taking what comes with it and and being okay with the fact that, you know what? This isn't working this way. You know, learning how to hit that wall and experience what that wall feels like and then taking a minute to say, okay, this sucks. This doesn't work. This doesn't feel good. But how do I get past this wall to keep pushing to the to the goals and the things that I want to achieve? And I think we did that. Um, and I think it's it's only going to get better moving into next year. So for me, the the things that I, I see that we can improve on um, is managing our time and how that looks is just being being uh, ahead of schedule. Um, and and for me, I think it's I think things change for me is when I decide to say, you know what, I have to get up earlier to get my stuff done. I, I need I need more time in the day so I can't go to bed at like 12 o'clock in, in the, or, or 11 o'clock at night anymore. I need to go to bed early so I can get up early and get up, get a jump start on the things that I need to do because I'm a morning person. I don't like, I don't like wasting time. So I think that helped us in that regard because I'm like in being in the morning, uh, being up in the morning helps me be able to like process and think that way the kids asleep, you sleep. And then I get my time to myself to really get that mind, my mindset going. So I think that's what helped me. What about you? I think also just trying to figure out what is my time. Cause I'm not, I, I am a morning person, but I'm not a morning person, but I'm more, my, my brain is less fogged in the morning because at work, as you know, like I just make so many decisions. By the time I get home, I'm pooped. Mm-hmm. Like I just, and then trying to record off of just trying to part commentalize what just happened at work and then coming mm-hmm. home to try to like, family time because like the one thing you can't stand is when I walk into the house on the phone Mm -hmm. so like that's like one thing like okay I got to shut this world out and come into this world and try to transition I have not been successful with Mm -hmm. Um, I think I've gotten better but I'm not successful so being in the morning I'm able to you know knock out um, any Instagram posts uh, knock out anything that I need to write down or do because it's it's easier versus trying to do it at at night and, you know, the kids and all this stuff happens. So again, being more disciplined, um, over stretching myself too is, is a Mm -hmm. thing and, um, trying to be too ambitious with Mm -hmm. different activities and uh, adventures I want to do. So being able to speak to that and again, just, just figuring out. I think a lot of people also say that people don't get past their their third episode, and we did. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the weekly that we projected out to be, but it is something that we're working towards. Yeah. So I, I do. I am grateful that we were able to knock out the episodes that we were, but also take a didactical look into mm-hmm. what we did and what we can do and the ups and downs of potting, mm-hmm. uh, especially in your first year, right. which is trying to figure it out. And you see everybody on Instagram posting and all these numbers everybody's putting up. And it, it's a little disheartening. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you're like, why, why isn't this hitting right. to us? It sounds good, but I feel like this is what music artists and people who put out anything into the world, like books, mm-hmm. um, 
movies and stuff like that you think is going to hit a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then when you put it out there, you're open to criticism or how people feel about like a, like a baby mm-hmm. that you're putting out in the world. Right. No. And, and I, I like what you said, because when you take that approach and say, we say didactical, mm-hmm. that didactical approach, you, you have to be honest with yourself because we, we were so ambitious and, and everybody starts off fresh and say, Oh, I want to do this and I'm going to do it and go hard. And then as soon as adversity or something hits or, uh, you know, a situation that causes you to pause all of a sudden, you're like, okay, I don't want to do this no more. And so we have, to, we had to, we had to be honest with ourselves and not worry about what the what the numbers look like for everybody else, not what you know what everybody else is doing. But we had to say, okay, how does this work for us? We don't have to necessarily follow everybody else's rules. Let's make our own rules and make it work for us, and and see what comes from it. And I think that what that is what allowed us to be um, um, comfortable with saying, you know what. We're not going to be able to do this week. And that's okay. You know what? We got X, Y, Z going on. Life is life. And, and if we're not um, 100% to ourselves in the actual things that we are living in, then when we come on this podcast, it's not going to be real. It's just going to be fake. It's just punching the clock. It's just checking the box. And that's not something that we want to do. We want to be authentic with our, our conversations and be true to who we are um, with also how we live our lives. And I think that's what makes uh, these conversations and the things that we do when we say welcome to room 19 real, because we're bringing you into the room of where we are and bring you into our personal lives so that you, we can share with you the things that are um, that could be beneficial, not just from a military standpoint as a family, but just in relationships in general, because that's the key to uh, being successful connections. Yes. With all that being said, what is a highlight for this year for you? Going into this year? Or no, or the, from last year. Because it's, okay. it's a year on review. So, so we talked about the, a couple of the downs, but what were the ups? What- the ups were, man, we got to... Um, we, we, we really learned more about each other in these conversations mm-hmm. um, and, and, and the prep preparation. Like, you know how we we'll, we'll, we'll get in here and start, you know, going at it. But it was the preparation. It, it The one thing that I enjoyed was we made sure like, hey, let's what do you want to talk about? Hey, let's you know, let's have these conversations. Oh, that'd be great for the pot. Like just that energy of sharing and, and growing and trying to build together. That was a highlight for me, us being able to finally come together on something outside of the normal parenting and husband and wife. Like we said, we, we are creating something, uh, that is our own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and what I enjoyed about that is it gave us confidence to venture out into even more other things as a couple and also individually, um, to say, Hey, I want to do this. Well, who's stopping you? Nobody. Well, I'm gonna just jump into it and do it. And and that was cool getting to see you grow, uh, getting to see us be able to um expand our our horizon in so many different ways. So that was a very highlight. Like I enjoyed the process. Like even though it wasn't easy, I really like I look forward to these things. Like it makes me uh I I'm excited every time we have this opportunity to get to do this. So that was a highlight for me, and I'm excited for what we're getting ready to go into. Um and then also I think what was what was pretty dope is just being able to say, hey, we started a business like we that like we did that. You know, how many people can say they did that and then they're doing that and and then seeing it like making things happen. So that was pretty dope. How about you? 
I just think seeing it come to fruition mm-hmm. was a highlight. Um, dropping the episodes and hearing everybody's feedback, mm-hmm. um, whether it was positive. We have a lot of positive. It wasn't really much negative, but um, all of the feedback that we got for like, hey, or like random people like, hey, I listen to y'all. Yeah. So yeah. like, I think it's pretty cool to be like, oh, we listen to you guys when you when you drop another episode, yeah. you know, to have the actual followers, to get the numbers back, mm-hmm. to see what we were out producing from like our basement. Yeah. And then- um, From the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, just again, just people saying, I, I heard y'all, like, I think y'all are pretty dope. And yeah. um also doing fitness um, ventures, it opened up other opportunities for me that wouldn't have happened if right. we didn't do exactly. Room 19. Yeah. Um, meeting different people. I have like actually like a for real social life mm-hmm. now too. And, you know, it's it's pretty cool. I think the highlight of the year, which has nothing to do with the podcast, but I'm just gonna let you guys know what it is because Alex had to throw me underneath the bus. He's looking at me right now like, what is she about to say? The highlight of the year is that now I know Alex knows how to make chocolate covered strawberries at home. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So he doesn't even know what he did. And the fact that they tasted better than edible arrangements, he doesn't even know what he did. (laughs) He don't even know what he did. giving all my secrets out. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even know what he did. Like, once we finish, I was about to tell him that he needs to make me some more because oh, it's, it's New Year's Eve for yeah. us recording this episode. I'm, I'm trying to process what we're going to do for dinner tonight. And all I keep thinking about is for our anniversary because we celebrated uh, 13 years on mm-hmm. the 19th of December. And it was like the best thing ever. Um, I did send you that TikTok where now if we want to go out, we got to ask our parents for permission because yeah. we need a babysitter. Yeah, so we we had to um, kind of make it work. But I told him I wanted flowers and some chocolate covered strawberries. And then, you know, I was waiting all day at work to see if I get like, you know, something at work and it didn't come. So I was mm-hmm. like, whatever. I, I just, I'll just go home. When I got home, it was cute. The boys had like rose petals on the, <laughs> on the, like, I guess whatever fell off the roses on like everywhere. And then he like pulled out these chocolate covered strawberries. And I was like, you went to edibles? He was like, nah, I made it. And I was like, okay, they're probably going to be so nasty. Tore them up. Tore them up. So Listen, that, you you got to the... keep it guessing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's 13 years. I got a lot more years to go, so I got <laughs> to be creative. <laughs> but that's the that's the energy yeah. that, I want, that we bring to right. this yeah. business, yeah. is that creativeness, being resourceful, coming yeah. up for certain type of things. And I think because we did this, it, it morphed into our actual personal life too mm-hmm. as well. Being creative with the kids, mm-hmm. being creative with like the house, being creative with each other, right. making opportunities happen in the mirth of di- in diversity. Would we be diversity in a sense? Yeah, we'll go with diversity because we are in a kind of like an impossible situation mm-hmm. with being able to maneuver the way we were, were prior to us having our toddler. Mm-hmm. He has us on on a chokehold right now because mm-hmm. we can't just up and go. Right. So being able to pivot and still deal with our relationship. Room 19 is our relationship mm-hmm. in a nutshell. And for years, we just focused on parenting mm-hmm. and being a parent. And yes, our relationship was still there. Yes, um, people ask all the time, are you married or are you, like you happily married? Because it, that is a difference. Right. That would be a pod for another day. But there is a difference between being just married and then being happily married. Mm-hmm. And I think being able to open up room 19 has put that spark mm-hmm. in that wasn't really missing, but it just added another layer 
into our happily ever after. And with that being said, that concludes our episode. Until next time, fam. Thanks. Peace.